Hey, buddy. <laughs> Welcome to the Classic Gaming Podcast. I'm Robert Ring, your host. With me, as always, are my two best friends in the whole world, Blake, Corey, and Jay Totoro. But don't say hi yet, guys, because first I have to say that it's June 18th, 2014. That was alone in the chaos with our intro music. And now say hi. Hi. <laughs> I had something I wanted to say, but I can't remember it now. And you like you screwed it up. You did a different intro. Me I'm or very Robert? Upset right now. Okay, Robert. Say, don't be mad at me. Well, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't well, yeah. I guess you just threw us right in. I was busy laughing, and then I had to be quiet. I know. I thought it'd be good if, like, in the middle of our conversation, I just like jumped into the podcast intro and just like see how y'all handle that. I don't know. I feel like I upset. am very erect right now. I want to hear your story, uh, Blake. Oh, that's what story. You said you thought you had a story, but you can't remember it now. Well, yeah, I, can't, I, just, I had just like a little line to say after you introduced me. I don't know. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Well, okay, okay. Well, uh, so there's a GOG sale. Ooh, yep. Right <laughs> what a segue. So, uh, I guess there's a GOG sale. Listen to all the news for today. GOG sale. Um, Done. Actually, this is, they're, they're doing a pretty sweet sale right now. So, it's going on. My understanding is that it's going until the 30th. Okay. Uh, I think it started like on the 13th or something like that. And uh, at first it was like, there would be like, they were kind of like rotating. There were like six games on sale or eight at a time. And then like two of them would rotate out and two new ones would come in every like couple hours. Uh, But now like today, that was how it was for the first few days, but now it's different. Now they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. 24, 28, 28 like packages of games that are like God, really deep packs on are so good. I know they were actually really good. And then on top of that, they have even more individual games on sale than they have had. Wow. In previous days, yeah. like it's getting pretty pretty sick. Getting pretty serious. It's getting pretty serious. I have bought. Let's take a look at my new what games I have. I've bought since this sale started. Uh. King's Bounty Crossworlds, The Cat Lady, Drod 1, 2, and 3, Oddworld Abe's Odyssey. Ooh, I love that series. Yeah, I played it a little bit on PlayStation, but not very much. I kind of wanted to go back and it. was it really out. hard when I was a kid. It's, it's a lot easier now. Oh, and today, uh, Mag Runner is, uh, is like, just you, you just, like, get it for free. Oh, no shit. So I got that, yeah. Ooh. Our good old... Hey, they've got the uh, Leisure Suit Larry pack. I'm sure you picked that one up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The good old guys at good old games are being nice uh, to this one. <laughs> Get it? Uh, yeah, you uh, like that? Uh, going on uh, uh, and I'm done. The Gog Bye. at Gog. Like, the action platformer selection is a great friggin' deal. It's not a, it's not a retro games, right. but it's got a lot of awesome newer games. Guacamelee I've heard great things about. Unhappic I've heard great things about. Dust is a lot of fun. I played it. Valda's story is so good. Oh, really? Oh yeah, I loved Valda's story. It's like a 2D, um, it's a Metroidvania with like 2D Devil May Cry gameplay. Oh wow, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. They've got, um, so yeah, just like some examples, they got the Wing Commander Saga, Bullfrog Classics, Heroes Ooh, of Might, which Bullfrog Magic. Classics? Hold on. Back up. <laughs> uh, I think it's like all the ones you probably are. It's like Dungeon Keeper, all the Dungeon Keepers, Theme Park, Theme Hospital, uh, Syndicate yeah. Wars, Populous, Magic Carpet. I actually bought that one a while back. Do they have, um, Might Magic, huh? Woo! Yeah, Just Might Magic. 
There's Ooh. a Rayman collection. The Rayman <laughs> collection, yeah. Legacy of Kane saga. Those are fun as hell. Lisa's playing Legacy those of Kane games, or yeah, have you played them? Oh yeah. Um, I've played a few of them. I played, I think, both of the Soul Reavers, yep. Blood Omen Two, and then I think I played part of Defiance, but I've never finished it. I want yeah. to play the series front to back sometime. That'd be cool. I, really... I was watching my girlfriend play that and uh, Star Ocean this week, and it was entertaining. Oh, the gameplay class... in them is eh. They're yeah. okay gameplay wise. They're mostly puzzle games. Defiance tried to add in some cool action gameplay, and it was all right. It wasn't anything great still, but the storytelling and the voice acting are fucking amazing in those I games. I hope you like Gabe's World, Robert. That took me like three playthroughs to get Yeah, I hope so too, because it, it, it seems really cool, and I kind of vaguely remember playing it uh, on PlayStation when I was younger. I don't know why like I didn't play more of it. It was pretty yeah. gross and vulgar for like the age that I played it at. Oh, really? Yeah, because like, they fart, and like I think they do like rude commands, like almost like they're flipping off, and then, <laughs> then when they die, they like blow to pieces and hit the screen or something. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, and so uh, word has it that Steam's sale is going to start tomorrow. Yeah. You know, summer sale. This is being filmed or recorded on a Wednesday, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robert said the date. I think they know Oh, that. okay. Well, he usually gives a different date <laughs> than what we're actually doing. He does. He did it like a European today. Usually yeah. I do the date 18th, that we're actually 18th. recording this, which is today's the 18th. Steam sale is supposedly going to start tomorrow, which is the 19th. It'll probably... Yeah. So by the time this goes live, it'll You'll be know. like the day after the Steam sale goes live. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Day we're over. talking to you from the past. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about the future. Yeah, tell us about it. <laughs> write in. Write, write an e- yeah, email us. Yeah, email us. Email us at gamingpodcast.com. <laughs> tell us about what it's like in the future. Um, uh, speaking of GOG, have you guys heard that... I'm sorry, Jay. You're, uh, I guess, apparently going to start hating GOG now, but... Gog wants to start like a uh, a Steam type platform. Y'all, I mean, really? I had not heard about that. Basically, why do all these companies want to do this? It drives me crazy. Well, because it doesn't make a fucking difference whether they do or not, and it's usually pretty cool as why they do it. No, no, no. I don't want to have to have some app running when I'm playing games. I'm sorry. Nope. It's not so, well. For, uh, well, they've. Because I know they have the downloader, which is okay. I'm totally okay with that because it's like, oh, I turn it on, I download the game, turn it off. Great. Uh, they, like, they, hey, they've made games. it clear that it's not going to be anything that you have to run to, ha- to, to be Oh, so it's not Steam then. So you just lied to me. I said, Steam, just... <laughs> I said a Steam-like platform. I didn't say it was 100% exactly. I, I heard him say it was a Steam copy. That's what I heard. <laughs> uh, and, and Valve's buying out GOG also. Are they really? <laughs> Don't mess with my heart right now. <laughs> I will ne- I will cancel my GOG account right now. No, don't do you can't don't even don't even joke around and say that because we gotta get them as a sponsor, remember? Exactly. That's right. It's not gonna happen ever. Not it's for a while. Fool. Not for I actually long. was looking at uh, no, I'm just joking. I actually was looking at my uh my, my GOG library is actually getting pretty big. Like it's not as big as my Steam library yet, but I've got a good probably sixty games right now on, on nice. this. Actually, more than that, because a few of these are like Space Quest 1, 2, 3, Police Quest 1, 2, 3, 4, so probably like 70 or 75. I have like a solid 6, 5, maybe. <laughs> Those are struggles to buy. All six of them. Yeah. Um, Blake. What's up? Any news from E3? 
Oh, um, God, I, I think we... No, I didn't, but oh. I watched it a lot. Oh, I okay. actually streamed and just hung out with a bunch of my the people in my community uh, and talked about some stuff that was happening. I think we should talk about it a little bit. I, there wasn't anything huge uh, retro-wise, but it was a pretty cool conference. There, there was one huge retro thing. Oh, there's a few. Uh, one of them doesn't really do anything for me. Uh, there was an Xbox title that's getting remade, I guess. Uh, what's that? Uh, it's like From Dust, something like that. I don't remember what it was called. Okay. Let me try and Google it really quick. Um, I know nothing about it, but a lot of people are getting hyped. Phantom Dust, that's what it was. Uh, I have no idea what it is, but a okay. lot of people were like, oh my god, this is awesome. I guess it had a really strong cult following, and people got must, super psyched about it. Must have been very cult. Yeah. Okay. Anything else um, cool happen? Uh, well, Capcom announced that they're bringing a ton of their titles to the Wii U eShop, or just the Nintendo eShop. Like the uh, old ones? Uh, old they're ones. They're bringing, oh, cool. like, the original Breath of Fire, uh, I think uh, Mega Man X and X2, um, Demon's Crest, which I've talked oh, about really? before. Yeah, that was like I two episodes love that ago. game. Yeah. Uh, they're bringing those... Uh, each system is getting a different, a slightly different selection. Uh, Wii U and the 3DS are getting slightly different uh, titles available in their eShops. But they're bringing up a bunch of new ones. I'll try and find the list really quick. That's pretty uh, sick. I, I hope they eventually do it on other platforms, too. Because, I mean, you know, Wii U store. I'm actually thinking about getting a Wii U, oddly enough. There's just a lot of games I really sounds, I mean, it sounds like it's a good system overall. Like, It's got the best game selection right now, in my opinion. Yeah, you it's, like it a lot. And it's got a you? bunch like... of great upcoming titles. Like yeah, right now, it, it has Super Mario 3D World. Uh, it's got Mario Kart 8. Which those is games a ton were of fun. so fun together. The Super Mario uh, World games, like the new ones. Oh yeah, those are yeah. so fun. I played those with my dad. Like it's so fun. Like you can play with anybody. Okay, here are here's some of the list of the games <clears> we're bringing <throat> over. Uh, from the Super Nintendo to the Wii U, they're bringing Breath of Fire One, Demon's Crest. Ooh. Mega Man X3, because I think X1 and X2 are already available on the Wii U eShop. I'm an okay. idiot. Uh, and then Mega Man 7. Then from the Game Boy Advance to the Wii U, they're bringing Mega Man Battle Chip Challenge, Battle Network 1, 2, uh, Battle Network 3, Blue, Mega Man 0, 1 and 2. And then from the Nintendo, they're bringing Mega Man 5, Mega Man 6, Mighty Final Fight, Gargoyles Quest 2, and Street Fighter 2010. Wow. <laughs> and then they're Man. bringing a couple others to the 3DS as well. That Street Fighter 2010 is crucial. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> I love you, Robert. <laughs> I can't believe they're like still admitting that that game even exists. I know, actually, that really is pretty surprising. <laughs> um, So I guess we'll kind of segue into news because... So the, the, the biggest thing that I was kind of excited about is uh Grim Fandango. Oh, holy shit, I forgot about that, yes. Excuse me? I thought that was the one you were saying, I thought that was what you were uh, thinking when you said the one that you weren't too excited about. Uh, but yeah, Grim Fandango. I might, huh? I might actually play it on this re-release if it gets a PC re-release, I don't know. Yeah, they so right now it's coming to PS4 and PS Vita. And then eventually they said other platforms, but they didn't say specifically what. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine it not coming out on PC. Yeah, if it is getting any kind of multiplat beyond Sony, then it's definitely going to come to PC. Like, Dude, I'm not. Do you have a PS Vita? 
by chance? No, I have the original old school PSP. I have the old school and I really, really like it. Mine is busted and crappy. Like, really? it okay. load games most of the time. Do you have any good games that you recommend playing for? Uh, obviously, I have the ones that, come on, you know which ones I already have. Yeah, I don't know you already have. You have Tactics. Uh, I, have, I don't have my uh, list in here. Crisis Core was, I really liked Crisis Core. I thought that was a really unique game. Crisis Core wasn't bad, but that was like the one that I was trying to play through, and then that's when my PSP decided to be a work anymore. Yeah. I was right near the end, and, like, what would happen? It would just stop reading the UMD every once in a while. Really? And I would have to, like, open the case, pull it out, put it back in, do it again. You got to blow on it first, dude. Come on. (laughs) Didn't you learn this yet? Uh, That's awesome. So I never, um, somehow, never played Grim Fandango. It's supposed to be the best adventure game that LucasArts made. Yeah. Really? So Yeah, so I've, like... And there's no way to, like, buy it right now, so I'm really excited to, like, finally get to potentially play that. Um, also, this hasn't been confirmed. I mean, they, they teased it, but they haven't straight up said that this is the case. But supposedly, uh, Nintendo, well, Nintendo has, uh, teased Pac-Man as possibly being in the next Super Smash Brothers. No, it's not a tease. He's in. Is he in it? Because what I read was that, like, they, they, they did a little thing with him, but they didn't flat out say, oh, yeah, he is actually in the game. No, he's 100% in. Okay, okay. Cool. Well, that's they showed cool. off his final smash. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. kind of interesting. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Um, Mario Maker. Excuse me? going to come to Wii U. Mario Maker looks kind of cool. It's You make your own Mario stages. Currently, there were some complaints. There was a little bit of complaining about it because the demo of it, uh, you can only have, like, uh, a stage that is five screens long right now. Oh. But well, that might not be the stages of it. Yeah, it's the early stages of it. Yeah, it's the early stages. So that Man. Be- so, Shut up, Robert. Shut up. Robert, Jesus Christ. Oh, man, it's not Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Maker. Oh, God. Um, Metal Gear. So, so like, you know a little about Mario Maker news than I do. So well, that's about all that I know. It's a, it's a build-it-yourself Mario game. You can make your own stages. The other thing that's going to be a problem is that you can only play the stages that your friends make. Can't like share them online. There's no hub you can go what? to. And oh, okay, that's, that, come on. Okay, but again, that, it might change though, because that's ridiculous. That Nintendo. might change. But that seems like something Nintendo. Nintendo. Thinks of idea. I mean, that does really. That really does think, seem. That like kind a of Nintendo ruins thing. It. Like, oh, here we go. No, you, know, you can only you can only do your friends. Like, that's cool, right? All right, talk you to you later. Only like, do your friends like that. Yeah. I don't know, like, Nintendo seems to be fixing a lot of that kind of stuff that they screw up in the beginning, I feel like. They do, but then every time we think that they're getting a handle on how to actually run a good business, they do something stupid like this. Or, like, saying uh, they don't care about making Twitch integration with the Wii U because no one wants to watch video games. Oh, my God. (laughs) Look at at the N64 runs, like, 220,000 beers. Hey, by the way, did you know how much Square Enix, this is kind of off-topic, but invest in anime? No. They, they like, invest in so many popular animes, it's unbelievable. You should Google it sometime. Like, all mainstream anime. It's crazy. I was, like, watching anime this week, and, like, I was like, Square Enix. And I was like, what? Really? I was like, was it the same company? So I Googled it, and they produced, or like, helped produce a lot of animes. It's really interesting. Kind of random, too. Cool huh. story, bro. Sorry, I was off topic. But it's still in, it's still in Nintendo, or Square Enix. No, that's pretty interesting, I guess. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I know what you mean, Blake. Like, I don't, I wouldn't say, like, I'm kind of in the party 
that's like, you know, Nintendo, they still have a chance to turn everything back around. But, like, but then they still, like, every, like, fairly consistently, like, they just hit you with something, and you're just like, what? How could you possibly say something that stupid as a company? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. And they, they do they, it they, they all do the kind of go out there. They do it a lot. Yeah, it's true. Come on, Nintendo. Like, everybody is rooting for you, Nintendo. It's true. I know very few people that actually aren't, like, cheering for Nintendo. Well, in my opinion, like, since we are talking about E3, I feel like they won E3. They had the best conference there. They didn't fuck around with the community. They didn't show off a bunch of bullshit, quote, gameplay footage, end quote, (laughs) of scripted horse crap that's just there to try and show off their stupid engine they came up they talked about a game they showed some gameplay footage and then they moved the hell on to the next game and that was it for like their entire conference it was a really really strong conference did you guys see xbox's joke commercial for father's day no no (laughs) it was go spend time with the one person who's actually fucked you your mom (laughs) what (laughs) get it because you know like you go on xbox and everybody tells you they fucked your mom and (laughs) it's pretty good uh, who, wait, so who created this? I think it was like a, a joke somebody made as like an Xbox commercial, but it was like okay. really funny. Like like Xbox was probably like, I wish we would have come up with that because like it got so much following. And stuff I wish we it. could be that. Yeah, yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, that was me pretending to be Xbox. God damn it, yeah. Robert, stop shitting on our parade. No, I'm saying that's not gonna happen. Like Xbox would never like. Okay, all right. I thought you were insulting us as the team. No, 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 no. I was no. very mad. No, 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 no. Um, so there is a new, you know, in Mario, okay, Uh bear with me, you know Mario the video game? Uh Uh-huh. Uh, you remember how there was that part where you can jump on that one turtle on the steps, and you can get, like, basically infinite lives? Yeah. Like, not exploit. Vaguely, but yeah. Yeah. Not glitch, but exploit, I guess. Exploit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... And in fact, did you know, I don't know if you've seen this or not, so this may be common knowledge, but your lives go up so high if you do that for long enough that instead of numbers, it starts giving you symbols. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Does it go to, like, an infinity symbol? or just like- No, it, 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 like, does different symbols. Like, I, I don't, I vaguely remember it because, like, my dad did it when I was younger, and I was just watching him do it, and it, <laughs> go, it like, turns into, like, crowns and, like, other things like that. That's kind of cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, anyway, somebody... Discovered a new... This is actually like a straight-up glitch. Somebody discovered this really elaborate glitch that also gives you like super high, like almost infinite level of lives or number of lives. So I'm reading this quote from uh, uh, Retro Collect. Okay. All right, hold on. I'm pulling it up, actually. Uh, okay, so this is how, this is how you do it. Um, first, you must take... Player one's Mario. You have to have you have to have two players, okay? And you for okay. and you have to like I think I read somewhere that you have to beat the game first. <laughs> okay. And then you, Hell? And then you take and then you play two player mode. And you take player one's Mario, you get to the second level and throw away your first life. I'm reading okay. I'm, I'm reading this verbatim from Retro Collect. I'll put it in the show notes. Um then when Luigi when it's Luigi's turn Player two has to get to world five two, and find without dying. I'm guessing. Yeah, and find the hidden beanstalk block halfway through the stage on five two. Once he gets there, Luigi has to start climbing the vines. However, he must wait 
and get hit by an incoming projectile from one of the Hammer Brothers. Once he's hit, uh, player one resumes control of Mario, and then the beanstalk from World 5-2 will start growing in World 1-2, providing all you need to infinitely kick shells for unlimited bonuses. What the <laughs> That is so random. They've got a, I haven't watched it. They've got a video up here too that like which is probably much easier to understand if you just watch it. I've also heard that that hasn't been verified, so that could be a complete crop. Oh really? Yeah. That seems way too like. How does somebody figure that out? Like seriously? I don't know. Don't have an answer for you, Jay. I just that's crazy, but yeah. yeah. Um. So and then so uh, one more piece of news. This is, I guess, kind of uh, classic gaming related, but it's kind of interesting anyways. The world's largest video game collection has been sold. Oh, wow. About this? I no. saw it. I know. I saw it was up for sale, but I didn't know it had finished. Yeah, it finished. It's This guy has 11,000 games, and he sold them for $750,000. Jesus. Yeah, when I last heard about it, it was like 500000 <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And I thought, man, I really wish I had enough money to get that. <laughs> that's actually what I thought. That's actually I had the exact thought when I said when I saw like world's largest video game collection up for sale. I was like that would be pretty 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 awesome to be able to buy that. Um, that's not gonna happen. So apparently the guy was a uh, he he's like owned some video game stores, and that's kind of how he got such a huge collection. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. That makes sense. So um, Blake. Looks like Jay stepped out for one second. Do you want to go ahead and move on to games? Um, I mean, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes, it's all right if we do the main. Uh, I guess. All right. Let's start with you. So, oh damn it! I was gonna have you go first. Four times. No, I'm not gonna. Oh. Uh, gonna all right. So I'm gonna guess that you played something out of the Sega Mega Sack Pack. I did not. I kind of wanted to. There were a lot of things that I wanted to play, um, I, and I haven't even gotten to put enough time into this one, uh, or as much time as I'd like, really. Uh, I wanted to play some stuff from the Sega Mega Drive Super Duper Pack of Mega Awesome, whatever the fuck its name is. <laughs> uh, I wanted to do Battle Toads, like I said a couple podcasts ago, because I said I was going to do Battle Toads since Jay was doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Uh. But instead, I, I also actually talked about this one a little bit recently, and I absolutely love the game. So I, I put a couple hours into it, and I remember everything about it anyway, so I'd, I'd love to talk about it. And okay. it was Lufia 2. Oh, okay. Uh, we talked about it. It's an old Super Nintendo RPG. Very unappreciated, I feel like. Um, it's the sequel slash, uh, chronologically speaking, it's the prequel to Lufia, Rise of the Sinistrals. Or, wait, I think that's Luffy 2's subtitle. Uh, whatever. Um, it's the prequel chronologically to Luffy 1. Luffy and the Fortress of Doom is the first one. I think that's right. Okay. Uh, Luffy 2 is Rise of the Sinistrals. There we go. Um, I just absolutely love the game. It's got awesome gameplay. It's uh, old-school JRPG. It's got okay. completely turn-based combat. Um, what's really great about it is... Uh, the gameplay outside of combat is very puzzle-based. So you'll be going through a dungeon, and there will be all these secrets that you'll be able to find. Uh, there will be like a secret in a wall, or there will be a puzzle that says, line these creatures up in a specific order, and 
it opens up a vault to an insect crusher weapon that you can use to kick the next boss's ass really easily. Okay. Um, the weapon system in the game, well, the ability system in the game is really cool. Uh, there's, you've got your typical spell stuff, so, uh, Every character has their own list of spells that they can use or that they can't use. The main character has access to most of the things in the game. Later in the game, you find a uh, character that can use... Oh, I think it's... No, there's two characters that can use the spell. There's a spell called Zap. It's the strongest magic in the game, and there's two characters that can use it. Uh, the heroine and an elf character you end up finding later. Uh, and what you do, it's kind of like a Final Fantasy One throwback in that you... Go into a shop, and a shop will sell spells, but you don't have limited spell slots. So if a character can learn a spell, you don't have to like choose between buying the strongest damaging magic or a really strong protective spell, like in Final Fantasy 1. Um, instead, it's just everybody, as long as you can get the money together, buy it all for them, and expand their library. Okay. After that... And the magic system, it doesn't do anything too crazy. Uh, instead of having spells that are multi-target, it lets you specify which targets a spell is going to attack. So if you only wanted to hit these creatures, you can have it only hit those creatures. Like if one of the characters is resistant to the magic you want to use, uh, but the rest of them aren't, you can use that spell and just hit those ones. Uh, the other ability system in the game is based on your equipment. And it adds a lot of really cool depth to the game. Uh, instead of just having equipment, you go into a shop, you buy the newest armor because it's the strongest thing there is. You go into a shop and you look at this new piece of armor and you say, okay, look at this piece of armor. It's got better defense. It's got a little bit better defense, but it also doesn't allow me to use this one ability. All of the equipment in the game has, uh, the, has the potential to have uh, an ability associated with it. And it's completely different from the spells, uh, for the most part. Some of them replicate spell effects as well. Uh, but what they do is you'll have, like, a TP gauge. And you go into battle, and as you get hurt, uh, your TP gauge goes up. And each, of, each piece of equipment that has an ability, uh, these abilities all have their own TP cost requirement. So you build up your TP, and then all of a sudden... Your insect crusher weapon gets to do like a extra 200% damage attack, something like that. Uh, you can have armor that'll be able to buff you with defense. You can have uh, some attacks. Some weapons have uh, special abilities that let you hit like eight times in a single turn. Crazy shit like that. And so it adds a layer of depth to the game instead of just like going into a new town and saying, man – this armor is better because it's got higher defense. You go in and it's, you're like, okay, well, it's got better defense, so I think I'll buy it just in case I need, in case something hits me really hard and I need to upgrade my uh, defense specifically. But I want to keep this other piece of armor around because I need that ability that it provides me because I can do a whole bunch of damage to uh, a group of units or a single unit or it's got a giant group heal or a revive when we don't have any other revives yet. All sorts of crazy shit like that. And I loved that aspect of the gameplay. Uh, one of the other things it does is it has monster units. And they they play completely differently from your regular... Uh, from your regular party members because you don't really equip them with anything. What you do is you have to go finding, you have to go searching for them first of all. You have to find them hidden away. And when they join your party, you're able to feed them some of your extra equipment. 
So again, it's like you go into a town. Normally, you're going to sell off all of your old equipment. It's not what you do here. Instead, you want to hold on to some of it, especially because uh, like the monster system actually gets really in-depth. Uh, the monsters will request certain food sometimes. And by food, I mean they want you to feed them a silver sword or a uh, thorn <laughs> mail or something. That's random as fuck. And, like, if you feed them the thing that they're asking for, it gives them a huge boost on their hunger food meter. I can't remember what it's called. But when you feed them, uh, when they fill that meter up, they can evolve into a new form. Okay. They reach their final and, form? Yeah. You have to, like, feed them special things. And the other thing is you have to feed certain forms of them because you can actually – there are five or six different forms. And to get – most of them unlocked. You just keep feeding them food until their hunger bar fills up, and they get to a new form. But they each have a different special form as well that you have to get to by feeding them a specific thing in a specific form. <laughs> oh my gosh. How did you learn all this? Um, FAQs, reading okay. things online. That's what I thought. I I'm curious. This is like it's, – it's not stuff that you can really find out on your own most of the time. I'm curious, like, you know, like, like you were talking about Final Fantasy 1, it's, it was like, you had to be very, very, um, specific with the money that you had, and usually you were very limited on what you could purchase in each town. Was, is it the same way, like that same difficulty? Um, it's not like that one. Uh, the okay. only big, di- uh, the only big similarity here is that you have to buy the spells, which is, it comes up in a couple other games as well. Uh, and I can't think of him right now. But it's not – you're not super limited. It's okay. not heavy on the grinding like Final Fantasy 1 was. Yeah. It's just uh, sit down and play it through. There's a couple areas where you do need to do some grinding, but it's not uh, common like Final Fantasy 1. God, okay. the game's horrible about it. I love uh, the storyline is you get visited by Isis who is a really mysterious character. They don't get into her – backstory too much until way later on and even then it's not too fleshed out but basically she visits you and says you're super great you are going to save the world and you are a monster hunter the monsters have been on the rise lately they've been popping up a lot more and you have to go venture out into the world and save it you have to find out what spoilers I know, right? Like, that's the first ten minutes of the game. I'm the worst ever. God, you're the worst person in existence. Yeah. I know. I've come to groups with that, though. Okay. As your girlfriend? I hope you can, too. Um, I, I think so. Okay. Uh, so that's pretty much the story. I don't want to get into too much of the story stuff. It's okay. actually a very adult game for the Super Nintendo era. Uh, the ending has... Like, there are characters that are, die off left and right. Characters that are dealing with, like... That they can't be with the person that they love. It, it's a lot more in-depth than you would expect out of uh, RPG from that era. Especially since Lufia 1 always felt... Uh, I haven't beaten the game. I haven't gotten all the way through it. But it's always felt very uh, childish, kind of. I always love the adult uh, humor. Simple, I think, is a better game. Yeah. The adult humor, that's what's funny. Yeah. So they've got characters dying. They've got pregnant characters. Ooh. Uh, and the ending is really sad. Hmm. <laughs> like it's uh, uh, it has to act as a prequel. It has to like kind of write things off to get ready for uh, the game that came before it. Uh, 
uh, it's the prequel again to Luffy One. So at the end, it like it just goes all out with the crazy shit, and it's like, oh my god, this is wait, it's the prequel or sequel? Um, it's uh chronologically in the story of the world, it's the prequel, but it came out really? after okay. the other game. Yeah, that, that was confusing. That's so why I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I phrased it terribly. Interesting. No, no, you said it right. It just said if you don't know this this story, it sounds yeah. crazy. Well, and what's funny is that Luffy won. Like, I think the whole reason behind the game coming into existence is because Luffy won opens with the last segments of Luffy two. Oh, jeez, you get super trolled. Yeah. How was the music? Uh, the music is really, really good. Was it better than the first one? Oh yeah, the first one. Okay. I've never finished the first one. The first one is just it oh, feels okay. like such a mediocre game. The reason I can't play through the first Lufia is because I played Lufia two first, and mm. it improves everything about Lufia one. Uh, the art, the storytelling, the characters, uh, the gameplay, the music—it's all a huge step up from the first game. Uh, if you've never played it, I totally recommend checking it out sometime. The puzzles, again, are probably my favorite part of the game. You end up finding all of these different tools throughout your playthrough. Uh, you get like, uh, you start off early on with a bow and arrow. You can upgrade to some fire arrows later. You get, uh, like, uh, they call it a hammer in game, I think, but it's actually a ball and chain. So you throw a ball and chain around. Yeah. They call it a hammer? Yeah. I think I might be getting that mixed up with a different game too. I'm pretty sure that's, they it's it. actually common in like the old. Remember that there's so many yeah. freaking issues with it. Yeah, it was a translation issue. Uh, yeah, exactly. it happens a lot in the older games. Yep. It's, uh, it's not a huge thing. And God, there's so many other. Doesn't ruin the game. Getting. No, <laughs> it could no. ruin the game for some It almost did, but I got over. It. <laughs> You're historically accurate. It ruins it for you. <laughs> uh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me, Lord. Uh, it's one of my favorite, uh, easily super underappreciated, uh, Super Nintendo RPGs. I want to try and finish my playthrough sometime. I want to, like, get all of my monsters completely evolved. I want to probably go through the side dungeon. That's another thing. It's one of the first games, uh, to do, like, side content, right? Because throughout the game, you, you recruit something like, uh, almost a dozen different characters, I think. But your party size, you only have a four-man party size. Uh, your party, who's in your party is dictated by the storyline. You don't get to choose who's in it. Uh, there's no customization like that. Okay. But there's a side thing way after the game, and you're able to choose through from all of the people that you've recruited throughout the game. And you get to go through this, like, 100-floor dungeon that doesn't feel finished when you get to the end of it. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's it's like really glitchy. The floor of the area looks like it's you're not supposed to be there. It looks like developer code or something. That's hilarious. <laughs> like nobody'll ever get this far. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They they won't find this out. Don't worry about it. Just shift the game. Um all that said, I absolutely love the game. If you like Good. JRPGs, play it. Uh, if you like Who some puzzle thrown in there. I know, a bunch of nerds. JRPG, yeah, I was gonna say JRPGs are for fucking virgins, dude. Permaversions. <laughs> fucking hate those guys. I do sometimes. That's awesome. I mean it sounds like you really enjoyed your game. Like Oh yeah. I've played it before, so I knew I'd enjoy going okay. into it. And since we talked about it on the cast a little while back, I booted it up and played for a while. Cool. I'm excited for you, Blake Kibu. Yay. Jay's real, Jay's happy that you're happy. I'm happy that I'm happy. 
Was that it for you this week, or did you have another one? No, that was the only one I had right now. Okay. I, uh, things have been busy in real life, let's say. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah. like shit, man. Been a fun week. Uh, Jay. Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How about you? Nah, not doing too bad. I'm just hanging okay. out during podcasts. Cool, that's all I wanted to know. Good, good. All right, moving on. Robert, what's your All right, name? Robert, you <laughs> <laughs> You want me to go next, Trevor, or do you want to go? I, I don't care. You go. Okay. So, actually, I technically played two games, but I'm just going to touch on one for a second, because it's not... It's kind of... I, I played... Uh, so, I started playing um, OG WoW, like Vanilla WoW, which came oh, out. Oh, really? God. Yeah. <laughs> just with oh, wow. some friends recently. It was... It's a complete mindfuck, and it's, like, super nostalgic. It's fun. It's completely random. For those of you who played, like, the new new WoWs and... It's really fun to go back and see some of the older stuff and like the terrible graphics and all the glitches and bugs and stuff. And <laughs> were the graphics much different? Yeah, yeah, oh, they were really? very different. Yeah, I didn't realize that that was something that they had done much with. Yeah, they actually. It, it's surprising somebody did a comparison. Couple expansions. Yeah, exactly. In the next one, wait till you see the next one. I was looking at the preview. Anyways, um, but the actual game I played was in the series that I played from last week, which was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately, Uh-oh. I couldn't play. I couldn't Uh-oh. play with somebody else. I know. I'm I'm going in a series here, but this is the last one I'm gonna play actually. So, um, from that from that series. So, unfortunately, I couldn't play with two people. I couldn't get it set up on my computer to run properly. So I had to play by myself, which made it exponentially harder. Um, have you either of you guys played Super? Or, sorry, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too? Yeah, that's the one that's more kind of like uh side scroller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, side scroller. Last time you mentioned based it, on I don't think I had. Yeah, last time when you mentioned it, I didn't think I had, but then I looked it up later, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, so I, I, like I said, I played the first one last week, and it was incredibly challenging and um, kind of frustrating. I didn't, never, I, never, I didn't beat the first one. The second one I played, and it was it was a lot more fun. It was definitely more casual, easier. Um, there's definitely some exploits you can do to, to get through the game easier, like jumping and attacking as opposed to just attacking and stuff like that, and there's some, like, minor bugs. But I really enjoyed playing it. Um, it was it was my favorite thing about it. I don't know if you guys remember this. At the end of each stage, there's the boss, and yeah. I kept trying to guess who the boss was going to be, and I was only right for the first two levels. After that, I was wrong every <laughs> single time. That's pretty like, funny. Like the third yeah, boss, the first I don't one even know who he was. Rocksteady. Yep. What's the, second the second one is Bebop. Is it Bebop? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The third one, I, yeah, I think yeah. it's I think it's Baxter in human form. He's like flying in like this space or this spacecraft thing, and he like hovers around the stick. It's the yeah, water. Yeah, I think level. it's Baxter. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I don't I remember who Baxter is. He's the one who turns he, into the fly. The fly. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, but so he's <laughs> like, I think he's the third boss. Don't call me this. And uh, he's like in a water level, and you're like in the sewers. The fourth level, pretty much the hardest one I got to. I think so. It was the snow level. And Robert, guess what the final boss is? On the snow level? Oh, the final boss of the game? The final boss of the snow level. Uh, the snow level? Uh, I have no clue. It's a humanoid wolf. Like, the fuck? <laughs> it was so random. <laughs> it was like, like, the fucking drill comes up out of the ground, and I was like, oh, I wonder what this boss is going to be. And it was like this wolf, and he just like chucks giant ice cubes at you. I was like, alright. Like, well, I don't know. Did he Lord. have like a chest plate, kind of? I think yeah, wasn't so, there man. a wolf in the movie? I like remember that? a wolf character. Oh, that's right. When when he created those two creatures, because yeah. Slasher is the turtle. Yeah, there's a yeah. turtle oh, and a wolf. Yeah. I don't think yeah. you fight the turtle. Yeah, because the next bosses after that were like um, some like Asian. It was like this Asian level, and it was like a samurai who was headless, and it got really weird. But I I ended up not beating it because I just got really frustrated, especially since I couldn't play with anybody else. But I had a lot of fun doing it. I obviously played the two OP characters because, like every other Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Donatello and Leonardo are the best. Um, 
trying to think. The music was really interesting. I I, I like really liked Tora. it. And I, what'd you say? Hey, uh, the wolf's name is Tora. That sounds right. Then that's probably who it was. Yeah. All right. Hey, so yeah. Uh, the bosses aren't that random. Actually, there were some random ones. There was this one with like these purple bugs that fly around, and it was really bizarre. Yeah. But um, yeah, Baxter is the stage three boss. Is he? Okay, so it's Baxter. You fight Baxter twice. You fight him as a fly later on too. Yep. I did that part. Uh, but the music was really cool. Like I, I still kind of have some of it stuck in my head. Like it's kind of catchy. But what I realized that it kind of uh, sounds like to me is the Pokemon music. That's legit. Like there's certain <laughs> songs, it sounds like freaking Pokemon music. And I found that kind of funny. But graphics, I mean, it's regular Nintendo. They were better than the first one for sure. Um, there was uh, some entertaining uh, aspect. Oh come on, you don't think it was better than the first one? No, was... no, I agree. It's just that the first oh. one looked like ass. Yeah, exactly. They could have done anything and it would have <laughs> probably slightly better. Um, overall gameplay is fun. It's it's a beat 'em up arcade. It's a side scroller. If if you like games like that and you like Teenage Mutant Turtles, and this is the game for you, Vanna White. <laughs> um, overall, it was fun. It, there's nothing super in depth about it. Yeah, I mean, storyline is basic. April O'Neil gets captured. Spoilers. No you way. You, you save her. Spoilers. And then oh, they capture no. Splinter. Spoilers. <laughs> it was so unbelievable. I haven't heard that story a dozen <laughs> times before. Is oh, and all... um, what did you say? You go on. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was. Is it as good? Like as you as? Did you have as much fun with it as you did like when you were younger and playing it? Um, if I could have played with somebody else, I think I would have. Okay. But because I couldn't, I don't think it was because it was really fun to like strategize and like try and save each other and and you know you can serve lives and 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 when you get like 200 kills, you get an extra life, so you kind of strategize around that. Oh, and the voice of Meg of uh, uh, April O'Neil in the game was Megan Fox, in case you're wondering. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Yeah, I'm so buttered about that. So buttered about that. <laughs> so random. Can't yeah, it was a fun game. I, I probably won't play it again for a good ten years or so, maybe even after that, because it was just yeah. more nostalgia than actual good game. But I bet it would be longer than that. In our ten year anniversary episode, we'll see. Okay, I'll remember that. Well, Robert, aren't you, know. you gonna be like eighty by then? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I am. So we'll have you, Robert. Nice. Yeah, that's it. Giggity. Uh, although we might invent cryogenic freezing by then. Oh, I hope not, dude. I do not want to live for that long. Like honestly, 70, 80 years, cool. One hundred and fifty, two hundred years. I'm not. No. All I'm right. Good. What about this? What if they could freeze you, and you could wake up at any time in the future that you wanted to? Would you do? I it? honestly don't think I would because I'm scared that we're gonna run out of food. Not to get into politics or anything, but I'm scared. Uh, we're, we're not gonna run out of like, food. But... I like food, dude. <laughs> I like food a lot. You know what I was thinking? Like, Just jump I... in an Enertron. It'll restore your HP and MP, but you'll still no. But then you're not hungry. I like food. <laughs> no, but this is what like this. Is what you have to do. you have to wait till you're about to die till you're like an hour away from dying, then get frozen, then go to the future, and then you like get to see it, but you only have, you don't have to worry about it because you're about to die anyways. What okay, you know what's like... kind of creepy? I just went to my Facebook, and the th- top thing on my Facebook page right now is seven hacks to make food last longer. <laughs> <laughs> I shit, you know. Dude, they know how to advertise. That's starting advertisement. No, that's actually from one of my friends posting it, so it's uh, extra weird. Take it with you. Take that, print that off, and just, like, bring it with you. Put it in your pocket when they freeze you. I like this topic. I don't know, um, man. I'm scared. Was there a second game you said, Jay? No, I just said I played WoW. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, my bad. Okay. I played two games as well. 
Nice, nice. I uh, didn't spend a ton of time on either. Well, I guess I got a good few hours. Did you have another bad games again? They weren't bad. They were these were more kind of like middle of the road, but not 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 bad, but like too flawed to really enjoy for very long. Wow. Um, but but I did have fun with like okay, so I had fun during the time that I played them. That's good. So uh, you want to go with the first one first or the second one first? Second one first, always second, second one first. One. Okay, so uh, second one I played, we've talked about it a couple times over the past couple weeks, and so I just kind of decided, you know, I want to do this one, uh, which is Altered Beast. Okay. Nice. uh, Sega Genesis, of course. Was that the one you had the shirt for? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I got a shirt for it, and then like a week after I got the shirt for it, I bought it in the Sega Mega Sack Pack, and then (laughs) I, you know know what's really funny? As I was playing the game, I realized that I was wearing the shirt also. <laughs> it took you that long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So I was wearing the shirt, playing the game. I was, like, completely altered beasting. Living the dream. Out. Living the dream. <laughs> yeah, so, so altered beast, uh, if you're not familiar with it, it is a Sega Genesis, like, basically beat-em-up side-scroller. It's not like, though, it's not like the Ninja Turtles one where you have, like, uh, like foreground and background. It's just, like, you know, straight up like 2D uh, side-scroller. And so the game starts off with somebody saying, Blake. What? Uh, from your grave. <laughs> yeah. And uh, some text on the screen says, I command you to rise from the grave and rescue my daughter. And then so your guy comes up, and then you're just all of a sudden fighting, like, zombies and boars and little and other creatures throughout the, the rest of the levels. And then there are also usually Greek themed, Greek yeah, mythology yeah, yeah. themed. Yeah, usually, uh, yeah, like Greek themed in some in some way or or some other mythology. Sometimes, sometimes it gets a little weird and random. Yeah, like the ants. Do you remember those? We'll talk, no. Okay, we'll talk oh about the ants. God. We'll talk about the ants in a minute. Um, but so you're you're just going forward. There's all these monsters. Like starts off with zombies that you got to fight. There are also, which is kind of weird, these big boars that are like. Uh, there are brown ones and blue ones, and they move a little faster and, like, jump at you uh, and then jump across the screen. And the blue boars, when you kill those, like, a little orb comes out of them, and you have to get the orb. And when you get one orb, like, your guy gets a little bit stronger, like, his muscles all of a sudden bulge out. When you get a second one, when you get a second orb, he turns, like, into, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger-sized muscles. And then when you get a third orb from the third uh, blue boar that you kill you turn into uh, a creature of some sort. Uh, every level, it's different what creature you turn into. The first one, you turn into like a like a, like a a werewolf, basically. The second one, you're a dragon. On, on one level, you turn into a bear. And uh, when you're... Uh, so, so when you're the human guy, you just have punch and kick and, of course, jump as the things you can do. When, when you're a creature that you have, like, special attacks you can do, like, the wolf can do this, like, dash move where he, sh- like, jumps back and forth and, like, that hurts people. And he can also throw... Uh, basically fireballs. So, uh, that's, I mean, that's pretty much the entirety of the gameplay. It gets really, uh, it gets really weird. Oh, and by the way, you cannot get, you have to be in animal form to fight the boss. So, like, if you get to where the boss would normally be, and you haven't, and like, like, say you missed one of the orbs, then, uh, the guy who usually turns into the boss, he comes up, and then he walks off, and then you have to keep playing some more until you turn into, uh... Oh, what? God, I'd forgotten about that. That's so annoying in some yeah. of the stages, too. 
Yeah, it's really annoying. And what makes it re- what what makes it what makes it really bad is uh, you're really limited on the lives and the health that you have for the entire game. So I wouldn't. So, so I beat the game. By the way, it's it's only five levels long, um, but it's really hard because. Uh, so the reason the way I was able to beat it was with like the the Sega Mega Classics or whatever. How you can save just like from the console. Uh, the, the, obviously the game doesn't have like a, a way to save, but you can save it from the Sega thing. And so I would like replay a level until I beat it, basically without getting hit, and then save. And then that's kind of how. And then you know, I would reload to make sure like I got hit as few times as possible by the time I got to like the last level. Um, uh, when you get, so you have three lives. So you don't have any continues. You have I think three lives. And I forget how many times you can get hit on each life. Like, you can get hit five, four or five, maybe six times, something like that, before you lose a life. But the thing is, there is no way, even getting, uh, even when you get, like, the uh, the power-ups, there's no way to get any health back that you've lost the entire game. There are no, like, uh, like health things that will give you your health back. When you get the power-ups, it does not give you any extra health. So, like, if you get hit, like, that's one hit that you've lost for the entire game. So you mm-hmm. have a finite number of times that you can get hit the whole game. That's what makes it really hard. Along with, like, the way the they throw enemies at you, it really makes it hard to dodge some of the enemies, like, a lot of the time. Uh, especially because, like, the characters are all generally pretty big. So, like, your character's pretty big on the screen. Uh, all the other enemies are are basically about your size most of the time. So it's really hard to dodge also because it's not – you don't have a lot of room to move around. So you'll be like walking forward uh, and like an enemy will come up to you. And then you got to like time your kick just right. You Basically, you, you can't punch because your punch goes like barely outside of your hitbox and you'll almost always get hit first if you try to punch them. But your kick has a little bit more range. Why did so many old games do that, especially when they do the same damage? <laughs> yeah, Dude, I know. We were talking about that so last so dumb. Week. It's really – it is really dumb. So basically, you just kick instead because it doesn't matter if you kick him or punch him, but your kick has better range. Um, but so you'll be coming up on a guy and like getting ready to time it just right, and then all of a sudden something will come like like one of the boards will come flying at you from the other side of the screen, and like basically puts you in a position where you're gonna get hit by one guy or the other. It's just a matter of like which one, and it doesn't make a difference because they all do the same amount of damage. That game had uh, flying enemies too, didn't it? Yeah, it has flying enemies. Uh, I think on the third level is where those get particularly annoying because they'll fly in and then they like drop down on you once they get above you. Yeah. So you have to do this little move where you like duck and kick, and he does like he like rolls on his back and kicks straight up in the air when you do that. That's how you. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> the ants though. There's this one level where you're uh, underground, and for some reason, like most of the bad guys on this level are are these, like, big ants that come at you. Like, they walk... <laughs> they're giant ants. They're almost as tall as you are, and they walk upright. And they have, like, basically stingers, which I know ants don't have stingers, but these ants do. But this, but not only do they have stingers, the stingers point forward and up like a big ant stinger dick coming right at you. What the fuck? Like, is this? <laughs> just do a... <laughs> Those aren't ants, Robert. <laughs> it's like when I something that isn't an like, ant. I was like, you cannot tell me that the that like these guys making this game didn't notice something funny about the ants they were drawing. Uh, like, if you get a chance, just like Google 
Ultra Beast or something like that. <laughs> Antic. <laughs> and, and just see, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's like, it looks really, really ridiculous. Um, so, uh, you know, the, so again, the hard part about it is like trying to play through the whole game with getting hit as little as possible. Cause you'll get to a level, like I got to the last level on one playthrough, but I only had like two or three hits left on my guy and it was impossible and had to start all the way over. Um, so it's a little annoying that way, particularly if you had played the original version and weren't able to save it or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit unreasonably hard, but it's, it's kind of fun overall, especially seeing what, uh, seeing like what kind of animals you turn into when you get your, your final power ups. Although the thing that kind of is a letdown about that also is like, usually when you get your third power up, like the boss comes like, like there will be like two more bad guys that you have to face before you fight the boss. So you don't get to use your special powers too much on the regular guys. You do a little bit. Um, but so, you know, it's fun. A little bit too hard to, to expect anybody to, to beat it. It's kind of funny when I got to the final boss, like it didn't even matter how many times I got hit because I had all my hit points left. I just like, when you die, you come right back to life exactly where you were and it doesn't like restart or anything. Like, so you're in the same boss battle if you come back to life. And so I just like didn't even worry about getting hit and I just like wailed on the final boss and, and beat him that way. So kind of weird, kind of awkward, kind of fun also, you know, it's mm-hmm. all beast. It's old Sega Genesis game. Oh, and also the music. So the music is overall like, it's, it's, it works really well for the game. It's not something that you would just like play on your own, but like it's, uh, it's, it's like, it just like works really well and it sets, sets like a good mood for the rest of the game or, or for the game, except for when you like die finally, like at the end, like your last hit, like when you lose your last life and your game's over, it goes from this like sort of like, like portentous, like doomsday sort of music to when you die, it goes, it's like, it's like hip hoppy sort of all of a sudden. It's really, really weird. <laughs> Sounds like a transition for Seinfeld. <laughs> it's not quite as bassy as that, but, but I mean, yeah, it's kind of along those lines, I guess. So, so that's Altered Beast. It was, it was fun back in the day. A little bit fun now. I, I wouldn't probably play it anymore. Uh, Blake, did you, uh, you used to like Altered Beast, right? Yeah, it's a fun beat-em-up. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the other game I played was R-Type. The, uh, this was the original R-Type, not, uh, Super R-Type. And actually, I was playing the Neo Geo port of the original R-Type, uh, downloaded on the Wii. <laughs> so... <laughs> Like, on the Wii Store, they have the Neo Geo R-Type port, which is supposedly, like, supposed to be really, uh, like, a really good port of the original. So they, like, didn't mess it up or anything. It's pretty much you're playing the original. And this one was fun, too. This one was, like, kind of Altered Beast. It was, like, the same as Altered Beast as far as, like, difficulty and all that, just taken to, like, a bit more extreme of of, of a level. So, like, I've, I probably played it for three hours, maybe four you know, dying and losing all my lives and starting over again. And I never made it past the, the third level. So, like, this is one... So, so R-Type, if you're not familiar with it, it's a uh, side-scrolling, like, like uh, space shoot 'em up 
Uh, it's one of those games where if you get hit once by anything, then that's that's a life that you've lost. Like you die. Yeah. You, you got to start off at a checkpoint. Um, is the, R-Type uh, a plane game, or am I thinking the wrong thing? What? R-Type. What kind of game is it? It's, you're like a you're like a you're a in a shooter. spaceship. Spaceship. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Great. Yeah. And so, like, the bad guys and the art and the scenery and settings and all that are really cool. It's all, like, spacey and science fiction-y and, like, a lot of, like, robot-type stuff and, like, alien things. Uh, you, when you, as you're playing through a level, there are the, there's this one particular bad guy that pops up from time to time. And when you kill him, he gives you, like, a power-up of one sort or another for your gun. And so, like, it might give you missiles that shoot out to the side when you shoot your laser, or, like, gives you lasers that, like, bounce all over the place when you shoot them. Uh, and you can, like, when you get more and more of those, they just keep stacking. So you might, like, if you do really well and you get to the end of a level without dying and you've gotten all the power-ups, then you might be, like, shooting forward and shooting lasers at, like, angles that bounce everywhere and shooting something behind you and shooting missiles that, like, automatically seek out guys. So you can get really powerful. But the thing is, when you die... Uh, it's all gone. It's all gone. And you don't, since you don't start off at the beginning of the level, you start off at like one of the checkpoints, you can't get them, you can't yeah. get them all back either. So like. Those old school shooters are fucking brutal. Yeah. Man, that, that's was, how that game I played was. Whatever. It's brutal because like a lot of the bosses, well, some of the bosses like, it's like I could really use these power ups, but like you'll usually have max of like one or two power ups on your ship when you get to to, to a boss of a level. Uh, I think you have like three lives and three continues, something like that. So again, with get, with one hit kills, that's that's pretty tough. And the game's pretty hard. You know, the game's pretty challenging already. Part of it is also because your ship moves pretty slowly. Uh, like there are like partic- particularly on the second level, there are these. It's kind of like more of an organic type level, and so the the top and bottom of the screen like. Every once in a while, like, an alien kind of creature will crawl out of the bottom of the screen up at you. And if you're in the wrong spot, then it's impossible to get out of the way in time. Wow. So so you just die. Those uh, guys are very unforgiving. <laughs> yeah, very unforgiving. Oh, and also, like, if you hit a wall or something, like, that kills you, too. So I hate that mechanic. Yeah, you, yeah I do, too. You can't touch any of the scenery. You, you, but, like, you cannot touch any single thing in the game. Uh, this is realistic, bros. <laughs> the third level, you're fighting like this giant warship, basically, and that's the one that I couldn't get past. Like, I would, I would get decently far on it, and it's not like too terribly much harder than the other levels. But like, since I was, I'd already lost so many lives by that point, like I was never able to get past that point. So, pretty cool, uh, pretty cool game, pretty cool game design and everything. Just like the life. And not being able to, like, like having basically, like, the such limited lives that you have is what kills it. So I played it for three or four hours because it's, it's a fun game. But then I got to the point where, like, I'm not getting any farther with this. I'm yeah. not going to waste any more time playing it. Uh, tell me, I don't, I don't think anybody else has ever had this experience with the R-Type games. But, like, so when I used to play Super R-Type uh, at my friend's house when I was younger... One of the things that like stood up to me, like I, I sort of t- tried to fill in, not not so much fill in the backstory, but just kind of like think about what kind of backstory would lead to this, lead to this like situation. <laughs> <Nerd>. <laughs> and like I always thought it was kind of cool, like to try to figure out like what's going on to where, first of all, where are you and what are you trying to accomplish? Space. You're, you're, <laughs> you're in space. 
But like, what is it that you're trying to answer? Do? And like, is your guy just like the only badass on the planet that's capable of flying one of these ships? Like, why aren't like if whatever you're trying to do is very yes. important, why aren't there a lot of why aren't there like a whole fleet of you? Like, it's the prequel to, to Star Wars. <laughs> okay. Uh, prequel to to which Star Wars? Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Prequel to the Star Wars universe. Oh, so this gave birth to the Star Wars universe. There you go. Uh-huh. That's the goal of the game. Is yep. you, is like you defeat these guys. There's a black hole. You open. How it up many pots did you smoke today, Robert? And then you're Four in Star Wars. Marijuana. Four whole marijuanas. <laughs> anyway, I used to, that's that's what I used to think about when I used to play Super R Type when I was little. But I thought it was kind of that kind of like interest that weirdly that kind of made it more fun for me. Uh, but yeah, so there's our type for you. Kind of what you would expect maybe from one of these older games. Pretty fun, but not, uh, not forgiving enough to recommend an actual playthrough of it. Right? Word. All right? I agree. Hear me? No, those games are very unforgiving. It's true. That's what I said before. Thanks, Robert. Yeah. Uh, okay, well. You want to uh, move on to top threes? <laughs> Go. Go. Top three. Go. Top three. I'm not okay. talking. You can't make me. You can't tell me what to do, Robert. I'm not real dead. Top three games that you that are your favorite games that you hate and have never played. <laughs> oh, never, never played or like will never play. And we and well, that's I'm just let me finish. You, you keep, your mouth. You've changed this up now. Like this is totally different. Yeah, because mine I'm were. In. I'm done. Top, <laughs> top three games that you've never played and you don't believe you ever will play and you have no desire to play, but are still like pretty popular. Popular. With, yeah. I was gonna say I picked popular games that I know to be quote unquote good that I didn't like or will never play. Oh, that's exactly what I just said. All right, well, I've tried some of them, so I'm just saying, Robert. <laughs> uh, Robert, go. Okay, my number, number three. three, Jay. I'm getting you back for all the bad things you ever said about Gran Turismo. I mean, about Metal Gear Solid. Gran Turismo. Oh, that's fine. Gran Turismo is a very selective crowd. You know, Asians, smart people. <laughs> all right, Blinky, you're up. Um, I just never right. got into the racing games. Let me no. try and choose. Like it's I have a list. Me. I've cut some of them out. Like I had the Might and Magic series on there, but really I think the I heroes or the regular? Both really. Oh, like wow. I okay. like. Those. I'd like to play them sometimes, so that's why I took them off. I want to try them okay. again someday. My Magic uh, is specifically my one. the Might and Magic ones. They're first person RPGs. Dude, play eight. It's if I can get one. into them, eight, I think it'll be eight, all right. Eight, eight, eight. <laughs> the best one. Day of the Destroyer. I played like, uh, it so many times. Kingdom Hearts series, which oh! I played one and two, <laughs> but like um, specifically, even more than that, since I have played them, I was thinking like uh, the GBA ones, which is supposed to be really <laughs> shit. I hate you, Blake. I hate you. Like literally where I was going. Uh, I've heard the GBA titles for the Kingdom Hearts games are really, yes. really bad. Yes, most people didn't uh, buy them; they just read about them. Yeah. Seriously. So or they heard game. about it on the Classic Gaming Podcast. Hey, that's us. Yeah. Uh, and then my last two are Castlevania 2 and Zelda 2. But those aren't really popular either. They have a pretty big cult following nowadays. 
especially Zelda 2 is getting a lot of love over the last year or two. But I wouldn't call them popular by any means. So then that leaves my other four, <laughs> and I'm trying to choose. Okay, you know what? Quest 64, I'll, I'll write that one. <laughs> ah, what a great game. That one's game. not very popular. I have heard praise from it, but it's been What pretty, a great uh, game. <laughs> so bad. I really want to play this game. <laughs> I don't know why anybody ever liked that The story was the shittiest piece of shittiest <laughs> shit shit ever. Can, it can was you give a, a quick, show. can you give like a two-second version this of the story? Th- this is how it starts. You seriously start the game and you're in dialogue and it's like, you have this quest, go do it. And you, you, they don't tell you anything about like where to go or how to do it. You're just supposed to wander your dumb ass out of this stupid fucking polygon castle. <laughs> you walk down and you get in a fight and 99% of the time, if you've never played the game before, you will die in the first encounter. <laughs> That's like the best way I can describe this turn basket It's game. so bad. It is so bad. <laughs> so, all right, that leaves a pretty good pretty selection. Awesome. Let me try and think of which one is going to be my number three. Cool. All right, I know which one is going to be my That's number one. Uh, let's go with Conker's Bad Fur Day is my number three. Ooh, okay. Uh, okay, I can, I can, I can. We can do a bro, bro hug on that one. All right, all right. I've never like. People were all, oh my god, PlayStation is making all these mature games. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. PlayStation. Hoopla. Nintendo needs a mature game too, and then that's when everyone lost their shit about Conker's Bad Fur Day. I've I have actually played a little bit of the game, uh, and not much at all, maybe thirty minutes, and it was just it just felt so try hard. Like, so look bad. at how offensive I am. Yeah. I'm a doing? squirrel talking my about cat. crap. And I was just like. Cat. It was such a dumb game. Like, I I couldn't bring myself to get any farther than just a couple minutes. Nobody did. No, a lot of people love that game. Like, to go back to our E3 talk, I'm not even a fan of the game, and I was pissed off when this happened. Uh, There was a thing revealed during the Xbox presentation uh, called Project, uh, Project Something. Not Project Steam. That was a, <laughs> That's good. That was a Nintendo Not thing. Funny. Nintendo had something called Project Steam? Uh, it's called Codename Steam. Uh, it's fuck? about... It's going to flop. It's Abraham Lincoln made an organization to battle aliens, and it's all steampunk stuff, and it's set during uh, okay. the Lincoln administration. So it's steampunk at least. But, uh, yeah, anyway, it's being made by the guys that did Advance War and Fire Emblem. So it actually Not really. Yeah, I'm excited now. It's a 3DS title, so okay. it's got a it's got a decent following going for it. But uh, this other game, it's a make your own game kind of a thing. It was shown at the uh, Microsoft presentation, and it's all about like we'll we'll let you make your own game. We'll give you the tools to do it, kind of like an RPG maker for consoles. I but those. I think you can make any game at all. And at the end of the trailer for the game. They had Conker come out and cut the <laughs> title in half. And Conker's like, we've been waiting a long time for a new Conker game, haven't we, guys? I guess we'll just have to make our own. What? People thought it was going to be an announcement of a new Conker game. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just that Conker is available <laughs> in this game so that you can use him as an asset. It's a giant middle finger to that fan base, and I felt so bad for them. 
That's like a just the biggest dick move I can imagine. This got dumped on so hard. So fucking hard. <laughs> Hilarious. I could not believe that. So oh, anyway. That was good. My number so what three, is your number three? Conquer's bad for a day. There you go. Who's Robert. the next number three? Go. Robert number two. Number right? two. Hold on, I lost my list. Can wait, see. did you do your number three, Jay? Yeah, it was wait, did I not oh I didn't. Holy shit, I'm retarded. I thought I already went. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright, my number three is going to be Conquer's bad for a day. I'm just going to throw this out because I'm just going to get it over with since Blake's already touched on a little bit. It's actually Kingdom Hearts 2. I really liked Kingdom Hearts 1 when I was a kid. I can't really play the series anymore. I feel like it's just not as – doesn't have anything to it anymore. Yep. But the second one drove me mad, dude. The first eight hours of the game were so fucking confusing and made oh absolutely my God, no sense. Well, yeah, and they're like, like – forces you to play Yeah, the and you play some part. random character and it's like – and then – Really shitty. Especially right. after the first one, you're like, I can't wait to get back and see all the characters and see what they're going to do with it. Who's this fucking retard? Why am I playing <laughs> this guy for eight hours? And then they just jump out of it and you're like, what? Oh, that was so dumb. I yeah, so I'll never play that game again. You picked a game that you played for eight hours as a game that you're never going to play? Sorry, Robert. I told you. I t- I, that's what I said. Fine, I can say the GBA ones like Blake. I just didn't want to say the same thing as him. All dude. right, all right, all right. GBA <laughs> games I'd never play. Are you kidding me? I've just read about the stories online to keep up. Yeah. Uh, I never had a GBA. I'll send you I one. read these stories online as well, and I was like, this makes this still makes zero fucking yeah. sense. <laughs> it, was so it, it was absolute filler. It was absolute yeah. filler. Without a doubt. All right, Robert. Uh, okay, my number two is uh, World of Warcraft. Really? Yeah. I just never serious? got... Yeah, That's I never a, played oh, it. Wow. That's a really good answer. I should have. I'm gonna make that. you play. I'm gonna make you play. Well, I did actually. I played it for five. Oh, minutes so you did time. play? Listen I played to this it for guy. five minutes, not eight hours. <laughs> it was when they released it to where like the first twenty levels are free or some whatever it is. This was like years ago. Uh, like I was like, oh okay, maybe I'll try it out, and like basically created my guy, and then it popped me into the game, and I was like, uh, actually, nah, never mind. So, <laughs> what the <laughs> if, if you don't like MMOs, you don't like MMOs. Yeah, it's, that's it's it. Like, I've yeah. tried a few... Uh, I've I've tried a few MMOs. I think, like, yeah, I think I've played three MMOs. And, like, each time I'm like, all right, I'm going to give it one more shot. Or maybe, like, this is the one that I like, and I just can, never can get into them. There's, yeah. It's just it's just not my kind of game. Well, so, you don't like MMOs, is, you don't like MMOs. Yeah. I'm, like, wrestling with trying to not let myself buy Wildstar right now. Don't oh, really? Don't do I it. I didn't think... Wait, so it's you, fun. Like I'm enjoying it. it. No. I didn't think you were... MMOs are always disappointing. That's the thing. Oh, okay. What's supposed to... I then, why, then, why are, then why do you want to play Wildstar so bad? Because I enjoyed it. I played the seven-day trial. I oh, okay. think it's still active for me, actually. And it's like, all right, this is pretty fun. And the thing is, like, what kind of sets us apart from a lot of other MMOs with a monthly fee is that this does have a monthly fee, but you can farm stuff in game to pay for that monthly fee. I didn't know okay, that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. I we're not gonna talk about MMOs. Never mind. Yeah. Anyways, down that road. All right, Blakey, number two. In that same vein, um, my number two. We actually talked about this on the Lost episode. Uh, I like how we have a lost episode. That's so awesome. It really is pretty cool. Uh, Terra Nigma. Do you guys remember this? We talked about this. Yeah. It's kind of like a part of a trilogy that isn't a trilogy of Soul Blazer, uh, Illusion of Gaia, and Terra Nigma. Terra Nigma, I don't think ever came out in the States, so that was a big part of why it has such a cult following around here. But everybody else that has played it loves the game. 
and I couldn't stand it. The gameplay was fine. It wasn't anything special. Uh, it was very similar to Soul Blazer and very similar to uh, Illusion of Gaia. Action RPG kind of gameplay. Uh, there are some puzzles, sort of. It's not like really big puzzles. It's more like figuring out how to get one path open in an area, that kind of a stuff most of the time. Uh, and the story just did not do anything for me at all. People like people love the ending for it, yada yada yada, and I never got that far. I think it, the game is like three chapters long. Yikes. The second chapter is the very big meat uh, of the game, and I got like halfway through it, and I just gave up. At one point, like you, I, I think I got up to a part where I met Christopher Columbus, and I had just finished killing the boss that oh, everyone. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and I I finished beating, like, the hardest boss in the game, Camilla, the Red Queen, something like that. I can't remember what her name is now. Uh, and I was just like, this. the gameplay isn't interesting enough to keep me going. The story is not doing a damn thing for me. Wait, but you beat the final boss of the game? No, no. The hardest not boss. Final boss. Oh, I thought, you said, I thought you said the final boss. No, <laughs> I did not beat the game. But you I beat the go to the doctor, Robert, for years. <laughs> okay. It's... I think I do have... It's just boring. Like, the story was... Everyone praised the story, and it was just not up to par from all the praise it got. So I will never go back to that game, ever. Wow. They're going to sue you. Complete disappointment for me. Jay? Hi, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good, good. Uh, Numero two uh, would be Populous 2. Keep up with the numbers. Um, I love Populous 1. One of my favorite games of all time. Populous 1, really, really great game. But uh, Populous 2 was terrible. They tried to do a graphics overhaul. It wasn't worth it. Gameplay got ruined. It just wasn't the same deal. And I watched a lot of it, and then I played for maybe three minutes, and I was like, this is not the same thing. This is terrible. I'm good. And even though it's like people hype it as to be better than the first one, and it was not even close, in my eyes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, very disappointing. Sucks. Uh, number one. My number one. Any of you guys want to take a guess? I don't think you'll be able to guess. Kingdom it's Hearts. Metal Gear Solid. Well, I've played. I've played. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> I've played Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Uh, my number one is Pokemon. Pretty much any of them. Wow. Really? Yeah. You I never, are a hater. I somehow missed them. Like I no no well okay let me say I think I would have really liked them if I had played them when they came out but somehow I just never did and now it's kind of like the time has passed. That's crazy, dude. That is absolutely crazy. Yeah. So like not not that I necessarily don't think I would have liked it, but at this point I feel kind of like it's too late to get in, and I'm just kind of there's other stuff, other horizons, other pleasures yeah. in life. That was that surprises me a lot actually. Yeah. Well, All right, Blakey Boo, number one. Oh man, I'm gonna get some flack for this one, and I don't care. Hey, I've tried, this is another one I've tried playing a little bit of. I've maybe put an hour or two into it, and I cannot stand it. Super Mario World Two, Yoshi's Island. Wow. What about <laughs> it? I specifically like the biggest problem I have with it is the baby crying whenever you get hit. Oh my it's god! Right. Hell. I don't Dude, that used to piss me off. You're like, shut up! So Get back on Yoshi! <laughs> Get out of the bubble! God damn it! <laughs> oh, man. Baby. That 
was a big thing, and like the whole aesthetic of the game, like it's not a super childish game, but it feels like it, and it just does nothing for me at all. And then the crying, I I can't get over it. I can't. I've tried. I really have. Uh, like it started irritating me five minutes into the game, and I played for another thirty minutes, sixty minutes, hundred twenty minutes. I don't remember, and I could not handle it. I had to quit playing. I don't care how good the game might be. That shit sucks. And I will never play it again. Wow. I'm reporting you to the police. I know. I know. Harsh words. Seriously, I think Nintendo's going to come after you, dude. Think you can stand up to that promise? (laughs) I do, actually, yeah. I I think you can, too. We're all behind you on this. Thanks, guys. I need some support here. Yeah. All right, who's next for number three? Hi. Another one. Uh, Number one. Or, yeah, number one. Come on, Robert. What is it? Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll never play Metal Gear Solid as long as I live. If you put a gun to my head and said Death or Metal Gear Solid, I would choose Death 99%. If I put, yeah, you mean, you mean if I put a gun to your head and said, Freeze! Am I right, Blake? Correct. Right? Yeah? Sure. Fucking nerd. That's how he says it when you when you... You hold up the guys in uh, Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh, is that I what you're referencing? I never would have got that. I hate to. But you remember that, right? I feel like we're having the Pulp a Fiction little. conversation now. Dude, Pulp Fiction's the best. You're aware that there's a thing called television, and they have shows on them. Do you want, do you want to talk what? about Pulp Fiction? Instead of Metal Gear Solid? <sighs> you're not following computer. me. He's Shut trolling up. you so hard in our Robert. He's like <laughs> uber trolling you. All right, there's nothing to say. Okay, number one. That was my number one. I'm done, Robert. No, that's Here's all you had to say? That's it? Done? What am I supposed to say? I don't, I don't know. Okay, it's Robert, close. number one, I guess. Uh, Pokemon still. Okay, yeah. still Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, bro. <laughs> uh, so I got, a, I got a kind of funny story. There was this guy who wrote an article. Uh, so they had some footage from Metal Gear Solid Five at E3. Yes. Apparently, uh, apparently they, they had really? a lot of footage, huh? Are you are you going to talk about the horse? I'm talking about the horse, but not not uh-huh. not necessarily about the horse, but a story surrounding horse the or horse. 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 Apparently, this one there's this one cut scene, and like kind of like in the background of the cut scene, like a horse takes this shit while these other like while the cut scene is going on. <laughs> this guy wrote an article about it, and I don't remember what site this was on. I, I wouldn't probably call him out anyways, because I don't want to be an ass, but. So this, this guy from some like gaming news website was writing an article about it, and he kept talking about how it was so cool that the horse was pooping in real time, and like everybody was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like as opposed to turn-based <laughs> poop. <laughs> the horse is like, "It's my turn." <laughs> so like the guy clearly just didn't really know what real-time meant or just wasn't thinking as he was writing, but I, like, I was reading through the article and he also said that there's real-time weather in the cutscene. Oh my god. I'm do super people, hyped for... Do people just talk about time. thinking? I feel like that's a common yes. thing. Yes, yes they do. Okay, good. All the time. Talk about what? <laughs> did you see the so, Did you see yeah. the thing, the mechanic, uh, Blake, where you can, like, hook up these, like, balloons to, like, goats and stuff? <laughs> No. There's like this thing you can see. Apparently, there's this like new tech that Snake has, uh, or I guess it's I guess it's uh, Big Boss, right, in Metal Gear Five. Yeah. Uh, so there's this tech that he has where he can like, if you knock out a soldier, 
you attach this little th- this little thing to him, and like a balloon blows up and like f- like floats him up into the air, and like an airplane comes and picks him up. And you can like interrogate him or something like that, and like get intel. But you can also hook it up to like goats. And you can oh, up- I know about all that. I didn't know that you like put balloons on them. <laughs> yeah, you put balloons on them, and you can also do it with vehicles. And you can. Uh, what I've heard is that they like showed him doing it to a tank. <laughs> like oh he hooks God. up a balloon to a tank, it flies up in the air, and a jet comes by and picks it up. I'm sorry, is this the classic gaming podcast? Or the yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was about to get there. It was a funny okay. story. This is yeah, is it? Is it? Because I didn't laugh. I thought we were allowed to tell funny stories. Not, nope, nope, no funny stories. Not about right, no, no laughs. A lot of talk about Final no Fantasy. No laughs. No laughs allowed here. This is the Kingdom Hearts podcast. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so next top three, we're gonna do our fate, our favorite uh, Sega Mega Sack Pack games, right? Yes, that's the one. Guys, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna phrase it. I think we're gonna get fucking sued. <laughs> <laughs> My virgin uh, ears. So, favorite top three favorite Sega Genesis games is what we're gonna do. Right. I already have two of them picked out. I just have to figure out my third. Okay, I don't know what I'm gonna do for mine yet. I, I think I know at least, well, at least, I definitely know at least what one of them is. Um, send us an email, mail at Classic Gaming Podcast, and tell us what your t- top three favorite Sega Genesis games are. Um, and and, we'll and, and we will read them on the air. I promise. Just super give swear. A shot. We pinky swear on this. Yeah, we do. Um, now it's time for us to move into emails. Well, Here, I'm going with nothing. We got one from Morty. Oh, is that is that about my function? Um, Morty, hello, my name is Morty. I just stumbled upon your site, ClassicGamingPodcast.com. Hold I'm on, sorry. we got a real email? No, I'm this sorry, is an ad. I'm sorry to write in such an odd man- manner. I thought to call you, but I didn't want to take up your time. What I have to say may be of great interest to you. Did you know that an overwhelming majority of businesses, organizations, and celebrities buy likes and followers? What? You thought your competitors' likes and followers are organic and naturally gained? Ha ha! Just... (laughs) (laughs) Just... Oh my god. God, I can't even handle this right now. Just recently... Gangman style <laughs> reached a record. Gangnam style. No, he wrote yeah. Gangman. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Just recently, Gangman style reached a record 2 billion views. Now, oh, and, and then he gets it right the second time. Now imagine the scale of Gangnam style's uh, popularity being applied to your business. This is exactly how I deliver oh, results uh, to my clients, and I assure you that you'll be overwhelmingly pleased with the outcome. Give us a call. Please, don't you worry. Uh, one more. Hi, Classic. Emailing files to people is a pain. Dropboxes share folders, let you share stuff with others, and work together on projects. Yes. Create a shared folder. When you save something to a shared folder, it'll be as if you saved it straight to your teammates' computers. When any changes are made, you'll see them instantly and, and get a notification too. Happy <gasps> the Dropbox team. I can't handle all these, these ads, man. This is the so best good. section of our show, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> you who are listening, hey. no, the person I listening am. to this, unless you're listening to the recording also, um, you can put an end to this madness <laughs> if you write Please. a fucking email. We don't even care what it says, really. We've made it clear. 
We're you can talk about butts. It's okay. That's fine. Talk about butts. Whose butt are we going to talk about? My it's butt? fine. It doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> All right. I'm Let's emailing about my butt. We'll have a sit down. <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. Sit down about butts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, anything. I think it's pretty clear we're desperate <laughs> for some emails. So just send us. I just want attention. Send us the most asinine thing that you can imagine somebody reading on a podcast, and it's probably going to happen. Or if you want like a real email, you could send us your top three. Second yeah, or do or do that as we, as we've also suggested. <clears throat> um, it's time for off-topic happy endings. Mm-hmm. You guys excited? <laughs> I'll go first. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nothing. yeah nothing. <laughs> you suck so bad. I love you so much. Every damn time. Oh man, I don't even know. You really want me to talk about something? I'll just go fucking off the wall, son. Do it. Go off the wall now. Go. I'm not wearing shoes. Yeah, I'm not wearing shoes. All right, uh, Robert, you go or me go? Blake, I'll go. Amigo. (laughs) Amigo. Thank you. (laughs) I was thinking it. (laughs) Go. Uh, I got sucked into FTL once again. Oh man! And it broke my heart so bad two times, and I think I'm gonna have to just like make a concerted effort to not play it, so I can like move on to some other games. Uh, so I like randomly started playing it again, I guess two weekends ago, and it's probably got taken like 20 hours of my time since then. Uh, I th- and that was and this is the first time I've played it since the new huge mega update they had. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So it's pr- so it's like. Really super awesome still, even more awesome than it used to be. Um, Blake, I got to, you know we were talking about the rock ship a few, a few, uh, episodes ago? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I got to that again. And I was like, okay, okay. Don't kill the rock ship guys this time. <laughs> Just gotta outlast them. And so I outlasted them. And they said, uh, and they, like, zoomed off, and they said, like, okay, meet us at this place. And then they, like, left. And then it takes me – and then it goes back to the screen with just me. Not 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 the map screen yet, but, like, just to just to your ship. And it says, uh, unfortunately, you're so far into this sector that you know you'll never be able to find the rock ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, welcome to FTL. It was a Get big fucked. middle finger. Uh, I also, the first, my first game that I played, I got to the final boss, but I lost on his first form. Um, and then, the last one that I did, I got to his final form and lost on that. God. That it would have been the first time I've won on normal mode, and I was going to unlock another ship, too. That's rough. That's rough. I don't think I can, I think I just need to move on for my own mental health. So, haven't there are other since. games out there, Rob. It'll be there are other okay. games out there. I really want to. I really want to. This is not going to be any better, but I really want to uh, dig into Dwarf Fortress. So. Oh God, I want to get into that sometime, but yeah, that is intimidating. Mm-hmm. I've actually played it for a, for a few hours, um, and it's really once you kind of get into it, it's not as like stupidly hard just to figure out as it seems. I mean, there's a lot of shit to figure out, but once you just kind of get into it, it's like okay, I can. This isn't that bad. Uh, so, you'll hear about, if I start playing that, maybe I'll talk about it here and just, I'll tell you guys, hey, I started playing that. 
That's cute. Yeah. Woo! 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 Jay, go. Um, I got nothing. Blake. Uh, I do have some. I don't remember. There's so many things I could talk about. Uh, I played Wizards of Lizard on Steam. It just released on Steam a couple days ago. Of Lizard? Uh, a Wizards Lizard. God, right? Do you listen? I've not heard of this one. It plays a lot like Isaac. Uh, it's mostly randomly generated. There are a uh, couple things that are very set in stone, like the bosses right now. I don't know if that's going to change as the game goes forward. I think it's pretty much done, so I wouldn't expect too many changes, really. Uh, it's a lot of fun, though. It's The gameplay is just like Isaac. Uh, you go around, you shoot things at enemies, uh, top-down, kind of like old Smash TV. Uh, and it's just a lot of fun, and it's really fucking hard. Oh, I see. I've got, like, 11 hours in it, and I still haven't been able to beat it yet. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, okay. My other one... It. It's a lot similar. Yeah. Uh, God, what else? Uh, Tales of Magi All I got back into recently. It's a old-school kind of roguelike, and it is hard as hell. I'm up to 90 hours just on my Steam right now, Shit. and I still haven't beaten that one either. What's it called? Tales of Magi All. I don't know if I've heard that one either. Uh, Tales of, pretty self-explanatory, and then Magial is M-A-J apostrophe E-Y-A-L. It's an old-school roguelike. It's turn-based, permadeath, uh, top-down, etc. Very, very middle-finger kind of a game that will just kill you out of Ooh. You will go through the entire game and be like, oh yeah, I'm pretty much unstoppable. And then you'll want into ro- run into one monster, and he will just completely clean house with you. And really? Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I guess for my last one, since we brought up E3 so much, uh, my last shout out goes to Bayonetta 2. Ooh. One of the reasons I bought a Wii U in the first place. Uh, I've been looking forward to Bayonetta 2 for a long time since it was first announced as a Nintendo exclusive. Uh, I love Kamiya. I love Platinum Games. So I have really high hopes for this one. And I'm going to be playing that day one. Comes out October of this year. Great uh, action, crazy beat-em-up kind of a game. If you've never played Bayonetta 1 or Devil May Cry or Wonderful 101 or any of those. Did you like Devil May Cry? I'm just curious, like, briefly. I'm just curious if you like that. Uh, the original or the remake or... I don't know. I, I just never liked any of them. I was just curious if you did. The original, uh, it wasn't a great game when it came out. I'm surprised it got as much love as it did. The series really hit its stride in Devil May Cry 3, which is an awesome yeah. game. Great gameplay and fucking hard as nails. That's the one that everybody talks about. Yeah. Uh, Devil May Cry 4 wasn't bad. It was definitely better than 1. Probably a step down from 3, though. Uh... Bayonetta is probably the best of that series, though. Okay. Series, in quotes, because it's not really a continuation, but it's made by the same guy that made Devil May Cry 1, Devil May Cry 3, um, etc. Wonderful 101 as well. Platinum Games. They did Beautiful Joe as well. Beautiful, uh, Show was, Beautiful Joe was a really cool series. Like I didn't really play too much, but I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah, it's a fun game. I've played through the first one, but I haven't played the rest. I haven't played Beautiful Joe 2, since that's the only other one. So yeah, that's it for my happy ending send off. It's all done. <laughs> yeah, so like uh oh. they had some stuff about they had some like rebirth binding of Isaac rebirth stuff at E three, right? Uh kind of. 
they it was there, but it wasn't shown at any conference. It was just like a demo that was available for people to play. Did you see anything? Did you see it? Uh, there were some pictures that got thrown up on Twitter. It wasn't anything major. The most that we got is the same stuff that we got from the update on the bindingofisaac.com site the next day. Okay. Uh, it's just co-op stuff. It looks and, uh, like it could be cool. It's kind of surprising that they were even there to begin with. Yeah, I, if they were going to be there, I thought there'd be something more from it than just, oh, there's a demo for the people that are here to play. <laughs> they probably that's, paid like it. four and a half million dollars for the floor space <laughs> to do that. Well, Sony could have like brought them in too. Oh, were they on Sony? Oh, that's right, because didn't they talk about like... Well, it's a Sony uh, console exclusive. It's not going on Wii U that we know of yet. Binding of they Isaac have tried Rebirth? talking with Nintendo. Yeah, it's not... Rebirth is going to be on Sony systems only, PS4 and uh, the Vita. Wait, what about PC? Yeah, it'll be on PC too. Console oh, okay. exclusive. Okay, okay, okay. So they were, pro- like you said, okay, so they were probably in Sony's... Yeah, they were just space. in Sony's area. Okay. That Sony even had their uh, logo up during one of the presentations. It okay. showed a, like a dozen other logos. But I was, was wondering, like, first of all, why did they even go here? And then second of all, how, I mean, like, I know those guys have a lot of money, but, like, how would they justify paying for that? Yeah. Um, okay, that makes sense. That makes a little bit more sense now. So that's it. <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> What what an outro. That's it. <laughs> Get the uh, fuck out. End it there. <laughs> if you want to, go to classicgamingpodcast.com. You don't have a choice. Hey, I got a, I got an idea. Jay. Oh, fuck. You want to take over our, tr- our Twitter account? Because Blake and I were talking about how bad I suck at it. I update it like, what? like once every other episode. Oh, my. No. Do you have any? Dude, you you know have, that's all I do all day. You have, I, know, I know, I know. I do that all day. I'm sorry. No, I can't. No, no, no. I, hate I, didn't, I didn't expect you to. Just... <laughs> I didn't expect you to, you piece of shit. That's what you want to say. No, I mean, because it's a boring-ass thing. To well, do. if you just tweet the episodes, that's totally the Yeah, well, that's not enough, but that's that's pretty much what I do, but sometimes I forget to even do that. Mail us at Classic Gaming. No. Mail us at mail at ClassicGamingPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at... Maybe that's the problem. That's why we haven't been getting mail. You've been telling people the wrong damn thing. Have you, Robert? Be honest. <laughs> no, I haven't. But what's our what's our Twitter account? Go. Uh, Class Games Cast. Yep. And subscribe to us on iTunes. iTunes. That's the end of the show.